Keeping it real with Phil Gordon. Good morning and welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Charles Kirkman. And you know, this is my favorite time of the month when I get to talk to some of the people who are working in this DC area doing great things. And so today I have with me a um, creative director and a co-founder of a DC production agency called Crate for Everything. It was previously DC's only all Asian owned art studio, but now there's more. And he has a background in international broadcast journalism. He's been an advocate for storytelling and shine light on DC's shining talent with local artists. He's he's, uh, worked with many people, including the USA Today, Toyota, the Washington Post, Mr. Beast, BuzzFeed, and more. So I am very happy to have with us today a a really creative man. His name is Gerald Mickey. Gerald, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's nice to meet you, Charles. I'm glad to be here today. Okay. First question is the same question I ask everyone. If you have ever seen this series before, I say, what does it mean to you to be named the filmmaker of the month for the month of June? Personally, it means it means a lot to be named the filmmaker of the month just because I feel like I approach filmmaking a little differently than most filmmakers in this industry. I feel like there's a lot of people who do what I do, which is producing and directing and like being a freelancer. But um, a lot of people don't really believe that there's like a life or a career in this, I guess you could say. And I'm, I'm thankful to definitely represent that because I feel like you don't have to have multi-million dollar films or like, you know, getting on the red carpet just to be a career filmmaker. I'm definitely doing it. And I'm definitely thankful to be thriving in this industry as well. Now, you're a transplant to the area. You've been here for 10 years, over 10 years, coming from the, the left coast. <laughs> is that what we say? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, what's it like? How Have you had an opportunity to compare the two coasts from San Diego to D.C.? Uh, how, how has being in D.C. been beneficial to you? Oh, man, I love... I love being here in DC. It's been 10 years. It's been 10 years too long, honestly. But I can't I can't find myself getting out of here anytime soon. I think there's like huge differences between cultures in DC and San Diego. But for me personally, when it comes to where I grew up and where I'm from, I feel like there's a lot of differences just being from, you know, just grow honestly, just growing up in the hood and also growing up in a beach town. So like it's very different from being from San Diego, the West Coast, and then growing and then like growing up as an adult in DC because it's very, very, very different cultures. I'm thankful to be surrounded by all of what Chocolate City has to offer, and it's like ten years. I definitely can say that I, I truly appreciate it, and I'm very thankful. That's also why I want to like keep making the impact that I do in this city because I like from the second I. I fully decided to stay in DC. I wanted to know, I wanted to like share what DC has done for me and what it does for all the people. So now being to that today is one of those 90 degree days that we're having here in Washington, DC area. I'm, I'm sure sometimes <laughs> you think about that San Diego weather. It's, it's, it, it, do you ever miss it? I was there last week. <laughs> 
Oh man, it was 60 degrees the whole time. <laughs> I was like, it's one thing I miss is 60 degree weather. It's wow. Nice and sunny, like a small breeze. Uh. <laughs> I love San Diego. I love San Diego. But there's nothing like Washington, D.C., and we're glad to have you here in Washington, D.C., doing uh, some wonderful things with your your uh, your your studio. Tell it's called Crate for Everything. Can you tell us how you came about? First of all, the name, and then tell us what you're doing over there at Crate for Everything. Crate for Everything. Um, how we how we got the name um, initially was when I first started with my co-founders, um, Kate Jen and Justin Robinson and John Chavez. We were like looking around the space and we were trying to figure out like what is this, what do we really want to do with this place? And that's kind of how we come up with Crate for Everything because for me, I'm definitely a dreamer and I'm definitely not someone to be pegged into a box. And so for, for me to have a space where I can genuinely do whatever I want creatively and express however I need to create, I feel like I really wanted to like make that known. I don't know if, if I pick the best name, <laughs> but, but I, do, I do genuinely love it. And I do feel like it does um, represent the culture of what I'm trying to um, express when when I'm running my business. So I feel like Crave for Everything, having it, um, it is a studio on O Street. So if, you, if you're familiar with 52 O Street in Washington, DC, it's just this giant brick studio that's like a box. And really <laughs> you can do whatever you want. So I was like, man, like anything from, well, personally what we do, the products that we have at the studio, products and services is rentals for photo rentals. It's a photo studio and an art studio. And then we also have a seasonal res residence, which is like a three month re rotating residency program. So that can bring new artists into the space and uplift their business. So then they can call this their creative home and basically like break whatever class in they have. And by doing that, they, they, get some, they get the support of my full team and me to help produce projects they want to help. So it's very similar to um, 202 Creates which is um, one of the fellowships that I was just recently in, except I would say this is just a little bit more intimate. It's a little bit more underground and it definitely has a lot more um, of like the streets of DC support for sure. Got that indie vibe going on, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> look at him, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and then so also on top of that, then we also have um, Create for Everything is also um, my own personal creative agency. And so on top of the rentals and the seasonal residents. We also take media clients from consulting to production all the way to execution of any type of production, honestly, like experiential media and yeah. All right. So um, tell us about, well, you know, when I saw Crate for Everything, I, I was like, did he mean create? I mean, what's going on? But uh, now, now, now I understand. Your newest program is called International Artists, and you're doing that with in partnership with 202 Creates. Can you tell us a little bit about that program? Yes, I'm so excited. I'm definitely trying to change the direction of how people view my studio. I feel like we've been running it for about four years now, and I feel like the focus is the artists that come out of the space and that the artists that we produce. But I feel like over the years of being in the creative space and being one of the pillars of the art community here, I definitely feel like that is now the standard of what we do in my in my studio. I want to change the focus 
to what we can provide to the community, which is an opportunity. And I think the International Artists Program, where we partner artists with embassies or respective embassies to turn them into international artists and exhibit their work on international soil, I feel like that is something that not a lot of people do. I've met only a few people who had the opportunity to share their space and share their work in an embassy. And it's definitely hard. And I feel like for me, I can definitely make it happen. And so, and I'm the only one who really sees that it's an opportunity for other people, especially with artists that are like within my network and within the local community, even domestically in general. So I feel like the International Artist Program is a huge, huge opportunity for artists to just elevate their work, which is basically one of the missions of our studio anyway. Nice, so, nice. I love it when you, when we find people who are empowering others, passing on the torch, making sure other people have the, their opportunity to shine. And, and that's one of the wonderful things that I think Create for Everything and this International Artist Program is doing. So congratulations on that side. Thank you so much. There's no, no crazy name for this program. I really had to get. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Being a filmmaker, you, you've also produced a lot of things. And one of the things that you've done is a, a film called DC is Blind that you released a couple of years back. Can you tell us a little bit of, tell people about DC is Blind and then where can people see it if they want to look, if they want to see it? DC is Blind is, um, I would say it was one of my little pandemic babies with one of my friends, Beth Cormick. It was a spinoff off of the Netflix show Love is Blind. And basically it was a blind dating show like within the first three weeks of when the lockdown happened, we saw an opportunity to just express ourselves and have some fun. I think personally, me being single in the city, I also was like, I like, you know, hearing the tea. I, it's a small city, you know, it's so like, there's always, you know, there's always like, there's always stuff going on, I'll definitely say. Even, so even during like, a pandemic. <laughs> it's a little spicier during this time. <laughs> More of the risk. The risk is definitely significant. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we, we created this blind dating show. It was um, broadcasted on Facebook as a Facebook group. And basically, it was a reality show where we did people, we put people on blind dates through Zoom. We recorded it, produced it, and released it within the next days. So it was like, it had this nice little cult following. It had about like five to 8,000 people that were consistently watching daily and it just in the city. And it was definitely a nice little local treat for sure for, for the community. And it was a nice opportunity to just see like, what is, how, how momentum grows in the city. It was a nice test for me for sure. And so DC's Blind was fun. It was, you could definitely check it out. DC's Blind is a Facebook group and and that's another reason what of like how I would definitely say people can be a full-time creative is like there's opportunities out there that you don't that you can do that for us we we charge people to just get into the Facebook group so they can see the media so they can unlock all the media and be a part of not just the videos or the media that was produced but the community that is like following all of this right and so it was like really active it was very like it was kind of giving like a cult following kind of energy. Like you really like, you were really excited. You were on your toes and it definitely gave that like suspense. And um, yeah, like we definitely like, thankfully me and the other directors and producers, we also managed to just like really capitalize on that. And I learned a lot. So I would say, you know, there's always, there's always opportunities as a filmmaker and you can always, you can always create and express and definitely 
make the right amount of funds and build the right amount of funds for it. So you're not just spending your time and not, you know, getting what you're worth for it. And I know there were a few people at 202 Creates who had been following the show religiously. And uh, like you said, yeah, it, they, they really got swept up into <laughs> DC is blind. Yeah, it was a good time. I definitely had a good few weeks with it. It was good. It was great. All right. So um, you've also, like I said, you work with a lot of people, USA Today, Washington Post, Mr. Beast. <laughs> what's uh, what's mean, next on the uh, for you in the projects? What's coming up for you? Um, right now, I would say I have I've just finished a few a few works with a couple of nonprofits. I'm not actually able to discuss the next project that I'm working on because of the NDA. But I would definitely say the main focus right now for me personally is is the International Artist Program and also the media that I'm going to be starting to produce kind of documenting the history of 52 O Street. So if you're familiar with 52 O Street and its history, it's been an art studio for over 75 years, mm-hmm. uh, housing some of the most dopest and renowned artists in the city for sure. There's a lot, a lot of historical presence in the city. And I feel like it's kind of just like missing that storytelling presence. And because of the fine art background that the building has, I feel like you know, me being a resident of that space for over four years, I definitely have the relationship with my neighbors to actually tell their stories. So hopefully you guys can catch that. It'll definitely be, it'll be on my TikTok and my Instagram only. And I just want to like preserve that and keep, and just keep these stories as legacies and share that. And during that time also uplift the community. So those are basically my two main projects right now, personally. Cool. Cool. Now, if anybody is interested in the International Artist Program or following you, let's give them some hashtags, some addresses that they can find you and your work and what you're doing. Yes, most definitely. Please check out the website, um, www.createforeverything.com. Create, not create. (laughs) We have a programs section where we do all of our programs. Um, We also have a contact info sheet. And we also, you can also message me on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Please definitely hit me up. The goal for this is to literally uplift anyone and everybody that is talented and deserves to have a platform. So if you want to have your work shown or expressed or you want to represent your country and have your, your work on home soil, then please, like, let's definitely talk about it. All right. So there you have it. If anybody is interested in get, getting their story shared, Jarrell Mike is the man to meet. Get in contact with him. Well, all right. One last chance. I'll give you a shout out. Anybody you want to give shout outs to in, in this last uh, minute or so, um, it's all the four is yours. Shout out to the studio. <laughs> shout out to everybody, all the residents, all the previous residents I've created in the studio. You know, it's hella love. And to 202 Creates Residency, I'm thankful to be here. So, Congratulations again, and I uh, look forward to seeing a lot more of your work in that festival that I couldn't tell you about that's coming up soon. Most definitely. I'm excited <laughs> to be there. <laughs> We're off at Shash over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful day. Stay out of the heat, and I'll see you around.
couldn't keep 